Welcome to the Indestructible Wealth Podcast. This is the place where we help young entrepreneurs and professionals to make, keep, and grow wealth that you can enjoy now and for years to come. I'm your host, Jack Gibson, a serial entrepreneur, founder of multiple seven and eight figure businesses and wealth building strategist. Each week, I'm gonna share my tips, resources, and secrets to help you create a plan and build the life you've dreamed of. You know, you guys, I've had the distinct privilege of being able to be mentored by multiple incredible people over the years. Some of them I've actually met and some of them I get their mentoring through their books and their podcasts and, you know, their blogs. And this is in multiple areas of life, right? I've had great golf coaches. I've had great spiritual coaches. I've had people coach me on my physical workout plan and my nutrition plan. I've had amazing mentors and business coaching. And one of the mentors I've never met, but he's had a huge influence on what I teach in indestructible wealth and how I've gone about building my wealth and adapting and, you know, molding my philosophy to create what I've been able to create today. But this guy was actually not born in the United States. He grew up in Britain's foster care system. It's an amazing story. He lived in a cramped, unheated room on the top of a garage. His future looked bleak, as his, about as bleak as his tiny room. He was a teenager trapped in the foster care system. He came to the realization that no one was going to rescue him. That meant he had to rescue himself. So when he turned 16, he left for America with $150 in his pocket. He set a course for the financial capital of the world, which is New York City, of course. And he worked three jobs and he even offered to work for free on Wall Street until a guy named Frank gave him a shot. He started off as an assistant to the big time brokers and then eventually, really quickly, actually became a big time broker himself. In two years, he became the youngest vice president in the history of Shearson Lehman. Uh, apparently, that's a pretty big deal. So today, he resides on a small island part of the Grenadines called Canuan or Canu. I don't even know. How do you say that? Anybody know where that is? Um, Forbes calls it a place where billionaires go to escape millionaires. His name is Tika Tawari of the Palm Beach Group. Now, he's not a billionaire yet, but a multimillionaire many times over. So why am I telling you this? He didn't become a multimillionaire by a lucky inheritance. He built his entire wealth from scratch. And I've followed his playbook. I teach a lot of his playbook on indestructible wealth. And now I'm also a multimillionaire. Now I don't have the captivating journey from rags to riches like him, although all of my wealth that I built has been self-made, but I have had to overcome a lot of challenges over the years, just like you will to be able to create the same results that you're going after. Now, one thing I'm convinced of is that it is possible for the vast majority to become wealthy should they follow this playbook. But first, you've got to understand it and you got to believe in it. In the early days of my direct sales business, when I was just starting to catch some momentum, you know, and I was pitching the vision of being able to be financially confident, I remember one of the clients, Dina, she said, I'll never be rich. And whether you think you can or you can't, you're right. And my guess is Dina's probably not even close to rich just because she believed that she never would be. So first, you need the mental mindset. When I was younger, one of the big mistakes I made was to get frustrated when I couldn't immediately turn my dreams into reality. 
younger as in uh, a few months ago. <laughs> um, I'm a work in progress, you guys, all right? <laughs> Cut me some slack. I failed to realize that having a dream is just the start of the process. As you pursue the dream, you become the person who can actually make it reality. When I first started in my marketing business as a young 19-year-old, countless people told me how stupid it was, that it was never going to work, that it was a, a scam, and they laughed and ridiculed me for doing something different. And a lot of them were college students who, while criticizing my pursuits, my goals, my dreams, the vehicle that I wanted to use to get there, they were sitting in their dorm all day long playing video games. You know, and they were right, at least at the time. The person I was at that point in my life couldn't be a huge success. But as I pursued my dreams, I became the person who could create the lifestyle I wanted. Now, to do that, I had to really confront myself with some tough questions. But the young Jack would just beat himself up without making any changes. Beating yourself up is the easy part. It really doesn't take a lot of effort. The real effort is picking yourself up after you've suffered a defeat or a setback and looking at what you can improve on. And when that happens, you must ask yourself, what did I learn? What can I do differently? What aspects of my behavior can I improve? Maybe who do I owe an apology to? Then you move forward with an action plan, which we're going to talk about here in a sec. Friends, I know confronting yourself isn't easy. It's hard to look in the mirror and not judge yourself. If you think you're too mean or too lazy, judge the behavior, not yourself. Now, I don't, I don't think any of you are too mean. I'm not, I'm not calling any of you out. There's probably a couple of you that probably are mean. If there's that many people downloading it, chances are. But I don't think that's you. It's about it's people you know. Okay. People you know. I'm talking, that's who I'm talking to. No matter what you currently believe about your future, you got to know this. If God placed a dream in your heart, then you have the ability to achieve it. But to bring that gift to the world, you're going to have to do some work. And when I say work, I don't mean the actions that you take to grow your business, you know, the marketing and, and the sales and all the other components, the accounting. God, I hate the accounting. But what I'm talking about is really doing some personal development, self-reflection, and looking at what is it that you really need to improve about yourself. So if you'll let me, I'd like to share three lessons that have helped me get to the place in life that I've always dreamed of. This really occurred to me, I mean, I don't know, just a month ago, because I was feeling like really distraught about some of the goals that I've set and that how far away I still was from achieving them. But at the end of the day, Karen and I and our family, you know, we're living our dream life. This is what we mapped out 20 years ago to get to. And so I've realized that I've had a severe lack of gratitude for where we're at because I'm, I was living in the gap, not the gain. If you guys are not sure what I'm talking about, I recorded what I think is a, was a really good podcast on that subject. So go back. But when you're living in the gap, you know, you're all you're thinking about is what you haven't been able to accomplish. If you're living in the gain, you're looking backwards and saying, wow, I've come so far. I've achieved so much. I've got so much to be grateful for. So I had to get myself out of the gap and do what I'm telling you guys to do, get in the game. So these three steps, these three concrete financial steps that we took. First, if you want to build your wealth and live your dream life, you need money. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> 
Captain Obvious to the rescue here, right? But here's what I mean. If you spend every dollar you make, there's no way you'll ever reach your financial dreams. Just completely impossible. One of my relatives, uh, let's call him Jason to protect the innocent or the guilty in this case, along with his wife, they made, I know they made at least half a million dollars per year starting around age 25. These were high earners. You know, they bought the big house in their 20s and then they soon bought a lake home and then they bought a, you know, a nice boat and then came the private golf course membership. Then, you know, the trips to Aruba or somewhere exotic every year. Then they bought Herb Street's car. He's a famous ESPN college football analyst. So, you know, obviously he drives expensive cars and on and on until they were nearly bankrupt. I don't know. We're not in touch, but probably could be even bankrupt. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. It doesn't matter whether you're a high earner, you're very intelligent, or you have a particular set of sales and marketing skills. How do you like that throwback to taken by Liam Neeson? I always try to work that in somewhere. When I started on the path to my dream life, what I found was that no matter how much I earned, I always seemed to spend it all. When I hurt my first $10,000 month in business, I rushed out and bought a brand new silver BMW 3 Series. Then when my income didn't sustain at that level, the stress of the payments and the higher insurance payments dragged on my ability to create wealth. And what's interesting is I already had a car. I had a used, you know, reliable car. It was only about four years old. I could have kept driving that for the next several years and, you know, been totally happy. But uh, of course, my friends told me, oh, you're making all this money now. You should go out, you know, you got to get a really nice car. Think about what happens when you roll up on the beach with this nice car, the girls are going to swoon. Well, you know, no girl, no good girl that you want to really uh, lock arms with for the rest of your life is going to marry you because of your car or any other material object for that matter. And if they are, well, I just don't think that's the right person to spend the rest of your life with. So I didn't have a money problem. I had a spending problem. If I wanted to be rich, I had to drastically lower my expenses and save more while improving the quality of my life right now by making better decisions. I didn't need the most expensive, most exclusive, newest thing. So I started focusing on buying quality items that could last, you know, a decade or even 20 years or more and learn the true cost of spending by figuring out the real cost of what I was buying. For instance, I could save thousands and thousands of dollars by buying a reliable car, keeping it for several years rather than changing a new car every three years. My personal rule of thumb to getting rich is to live well below your means so you can save over 50% of your monthly income. Now, I know that sounds tough. But it's very, very doable. And for me, I had to have some tough conversations with my children and, and my wife. I made huge changes in our lifestyle from downsizing our cars to embracing staycations. Those were all some of the things that we did to live below our means. We didn't ever dine out. I wouldn't say never. I mean, we would dine out, but just it wasn't very often. And we weren't going to five-star restaurants, that's for sure. Now, I can go to a restaurant and I get whatever I want. I don't care about the price. I'm never looking at the right side of the menu. It's only the left side. And typically it involves some type of surf and turf, bone-in ribeye, filet mignon with some lobster tail or some king crab legs. That's definitely my go-to. So the second thing we did, the second part of this plan to create and turn your dreams into reality, I had to look for outside-the-box ideas about how to create additional income. 
For instance, you know, you can focus on increasing your ability to earn more money by having a side hustle or by improving your work ethic or by learning new work skills. I did all three. And if you want to get wealthy quickly, I suggest that you do all three. Now, I'm not telling you to go out and learn how to be a great poker player, but that's one of the things that I did. Uh, I started beating the game on weekends so it wouldn't distract from my work week. I never wanted my side hustle to be a distraction from the main thing that I was focused on. So you've got to set up your side hustle so that it doesn't distract you or it distracts you as minimally as possible from what your main, main deal is. I hired business coaches and went to seminars multiple times per year, such as James Ray's Power to Win and Tony Robbins' Business Mastery. I was at sales and marketing development conferences probably once a month. I worked more diligently and started a program of skill improvement. And each of these little changes didn't seem to move the needle much quickly by themselves, but over time, they collectively started to compound upon one another in a big way. And soon I had an explosion of money coming into my life. And because of that, I wasn't spending it all on a bunch of liabilities. That allowed me to put 95% of my investable dollars into conservative income-producing investments and strategies like rental property and syndication, which I've extensively talked about and urge you guys to start looking at deploying your money into those types of deals. The other 5% I used to speculate on what we call asymmetric investments like Bitcoin, Ethereum, pre-IPOs, and high-flying tech stocks. Some of them boom and some of them bust, but it does not put my current lifestyle at risk. I was finally off the wealth roller coaster. Now, the third thing of the plan, I learned to step out of my comfort zone and reimagine what my ideal dream life would be. I realized I didn't have to buy into anyone else's dream, and you don't have to either. I want you to get crystal clear on what you want. What do you really want from this life? It's possible for you. I'm not asking you what you'll settle for. I want to know what you want. Unhook your brain from a lifetime of conditioning that tells you what you should want and find out what you want. You don't have to tell anyone else, but you should definitely write it down. You have a much higher probability if your goals and your dreams are written down. And once you write it down, ask yourself, if I could achieve this, how would I do it? Now, you probably won't know the answer yet. Most of the things that I've set out to do, I had no idea how to do them. I mean, I had no idea when I first started how to build a marketing business and how to sell. I was 19. I had no experience whatsoever. I mean, maybe I sold some candy walking down, you know, the street at my parents' house to the neighbors and I'd probably get six or seven down and I'd be like, no, this, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm not making enough money from doing this. Right. So you don't know how. But if you get the why, if you get the vision down, your mind is so powerful. Your subconscious stores so much in it that can help you and guide you and lead you to where you want to go. And you'll figure out the answers of how to do it. Just the action of opening your mind to accept a life radically different from the one you currently live will begin to move your life more in the direction of where you want it to go. So because I didn't know how to answer this question when I asked it of myself, 
what I did every morning was sit at my desk and write out my ideal life. And not maybe not every morning. There's probably a lot of mornings I missed on that. But each month, I would write about the life I wanted. I wrote about the home I lived in, the charities I was giving to, the trips that we were taking, and above all, just the freedom to be with my family without the worry of money. I wrote about you know my workday, dreamed about the people I wanted to you know lock arms with and have on my teams, the type of um, you know romantic relationship that I wanted and uh, the wealth that I wanted to create. And I did this a lot of times for months. Now, like I said, I'd love to say I did it every morning, but I'm not that disciplined and consistent, just to be honest. Within 10 years, I converted every one of those dreams into reality. So push past your comfort zone. There's no difference between you and me. I have the same fears and insecurities you have. I've just learned how to handle and channel them. And I've done stupid things in my life. I've just figured out a way to overcome my own personal stupidity. We're all humans. We all make mistakes. None of us are perfect. But as long as you follow these lessons that I've learned, you'll be on the path to realizing your dreams. And will it be easy? No. Will you have to go outside your comfort zone? Yes. But if you can bring yourself to do that, to keep pushing past your comfort zone, you're going to have a life beyond your wildest dreams. So thanks for listening today, guys. Just wanted to give you guys a, a dose of uh, encouragement, a dose of dream casting, some thoughts about a simple plan that has helped me to convert all of my dreams into reality. And of course, I have more dreams beyond where we're at right now, but I'm very happy and I'm very grateful for what we're able to experience right now. We've worked very hard over the years, disciplined ourselves, pushed off immediate gratification many, many times to be able to get to this life of complete and total abundance and freedom and autonomy and not having to worry about where our next paycheck is coming from. We're free to live the life of impact and fulfillment that we want to live for the rest of our lives. I want you guys to join me here. And that's why I created Indestructible Wealth. If you've gotten value out of this episode, please share it on your social media channels. Make sure to give me a five-star rating and review. It only take a couple minutes. It's extremely valuable to me to get the word out for this podcast to reach more people. I appreciate you guys listening. Send me a note, send me a message whenever something impacts you that fuels me, that keeps me going, that keeps me wanting to keep pushing out valuable content for you. So please engage, talk to me, let me know what's making a difference for you, what questions you have. I'm happy to help serve you and answer your questions, you guys. Thanks for listening. Appreciate y'all. Have a great day. That's a wrap for this episode on the Indestructible Wealth Podcast. If you'd like to dive deeper into your own wealth building strategy, check us out at myindestructiblewealth.com and follow along on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and yes, even TikTok. Send me your questions and your financial challenges, and I promise I'll respond. Also, I'll think you're really awesome if you'll share and leave me a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Until next time, remember our mission here is to help you make, keep, and grow wealth you can enjoy now and for years to come.